thing. Hello, everyone, and welcome to My Wife, She Loves That Reprise Cast, a podcast where we just tying up all the loose ends. I'm Ashley. I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. We got Luke with us. Hello. Hi, Luke, shut up. We got a guest. Okay. Hi, Iris, I'm hello. Iris. Hello. Iris, you're in Seattle. I am. Yeah, I've, I, I've, I've been hanging out with you guys. And you are not recording this in my apartment. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> because it's a logistical nightmare. It, it yeah. is. I am recording this from my hotel room so we, so people don't hear me <laughs> over y'all's mics. No, I think it would more be me coming through your mic. That's, yes. I, think, I guess I that's the way to true. do it would just be you'd have to share a mic and just deal with those yeah. consequences. Uh, no, we will not be doing that. Do you know how hard <laughs> it is to get three people around one fucking Yeti? <laughs> I mean, you could have just been done two around one, one Yeti and then someone else in a room. Yeah, but yeah. then I would still come through on that mic. Well, you come through on the one in the mic other all the time room. anyway. <laughs> right, I know. That I'm just, it's going to be worse. That's all. Stop fighting. No, no, we can't no. stop fighting. It's what we do here. We'll never stop. Um, Iris, how you been? I've been doing, pr- I've been doing pretty good. I've been having a nice vacation. Ashley and I just uh, went to you know go see the museum of pop culture and we went up on the space needle ashley was a was braver than i was because she went out on like the the glass floor of uh, on like the rotating portion of the space needle yeah no fuck that hell no fuck no (laughs) yeah i thought i was gonna be okay with it and then when it actually came time to step onto the glass i was like nope nope not doing this nope (laughs) Look, there's two possibilities. Either you have a cool experience or your loved ones get a good payout. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and that's a win-win as far as I'm concerned. Uh. <laughs> no. no. Not going to say that so. would be a win for me. All right, well. Uh... uh. I'll say that Iris did step on some of the gla- of the the see through floor. Yes, I did briefly step on it, but like, yeah, y- uh, you did a whole selfie. Yeah, I like laid down on the floor and took a selfie. It was a really bad selfie. <laughs> uh, I also sat on one of their glass benches. Yeah, I d- I did not do that. Ashley loves to do things of this nature. Well, see, I feel like I've si- also like sorry. Go ahead. I've also like been up there like three times, so I'm I've gotten used to it. Sure. I have not been up uh, there at you, all. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Luke? Oh, just I feel like sitting would be like less scary than standing. You know, spreading your weight out. Uh. Yeah, like uh, the way they have the that bi- set up is it? It's like on on the higher floor of the top and. Uh, the the benches are like angled backward so that you are basically like your back is sort of forced against the glass like the the glass panels or whatever panels they are yeah. uh, that prevent you from falling to your death mhm well, so that's yeah good. it's a, it's a little freaky but 
is cool. We, yeah. we we picked a great day for it because the sky was super clear and we could cool. we could see could see a ton of stuff. Yeah. And then we went to the Chululi Garden also. Yeah, lots of cool glass sculptures and stuff. Kind of hard to describe on the podcast why that part was cool, since this is an, an audio thing. Sure. And yeah. what makes the glass sculptures cool is visual in nature. <laughs> well, when you hear this episode, you could go to Ashley's Twitter or Iris's Twitter. That's true. And look at the pictures. Yeah. If you felt like it. If you felt like it. Uh, all right. Anything else in Seattle you done? Oh, yeah. Uh, Ashley took me to Scarecrow Video. Yes. Uh, bought a couple things. Uh, looked at a looked at a bunch of stuff there. Uh, I went to the aquarium. Uh, saw some seals. I'd love to look at a seal. Uh, they got some good seals there. Lots of fish, as you might expect. Uh, they're doing like a whole salmon raising program there as well, apparently. Uh, we also, Ashley and I also went to the Burke Museum, um, which is like a natural history museum that apparently Ashley has never gone to, despite it being within walking distance. I also have not gone down there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm busy. That's fair. Uh, but that, I've only sh- lived here seven years, Iris. I don't know when I would find the time to go to a museum. <laughs> uh, that shit was real cool, though. They've got they had like a big T Rex skull, and a Triceratops yeah, skull, cool and like a mammoth skeleton. It was rad. I will get down there one day. Should it was very cool. Yes. What? Oh yeah, and then I went to the Pinball Museum. Ah, oh, nice. And that was really neat. They had a bunch of a bunch of different machines there, uh, all free play. Of course, you just paid an entrance fee, uh, and then you could play as much as you like. Uh, really, the only rule they said is like, don't hog the machine. So like, do two games at one, do two games back to back maximum, and then move on to a different game. Uh, so bunch yeah. bunch of cool stuff there from from like uh, you know both old machines and brand new ones. So play Black Knight, Adam's Family, Terminator 2, you know, the classics, and then Mm -hmm. some other, like, cool old stuff and some... They had, like, a... Luke, they had one there that you would probably really dig. It was this uh, uh, Batman... uh, Like, an Adam West Batman pinball table that was actually fairly new, so it had, like, some, some fancy... Uh, features like a digital like display on the backdrop mm-hmm. uh, and like you would uh, you would go down certain ramps to like activate specific uh, antagonists like Joker, Riddler, or Catwoman. Honey. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, and they had like a they had a Godfather one that was like really really recent. I think from 2017 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Where at the start of the game, you would pick one of five mob families, and they would give you bo- like specific bonuses or uh or like handicaps to your to his particular play styles. 
Huh. It was All like right. like some mob families would give you extra extra points when you hit like a. Uh, like either slot, like slides or spinners, or you know the the bumpers or things like that, uh, and other had had some effects on like the game mechanics. It was it was really wild. I've never seen a pinball game do that before, where you had like a class you would choose from at the start. <laughs> <laughs> Pinball pinball's fucking crazy these days, man. Yeah, sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's pretty much mostly what i've done i'm i still want to go see the art museum at some point but it won't be open until tomorrow so ah yes of course uh okay well then uh luke what you been up to this week well i haven't done any fancy pants travel i haven't been to no cool pinball <laughs> museums listen buddy i've been working most of the time iris has been here I yeah you. yeah i mean listen i had to work an extra fucking 20 hours this week so yeah oh, me too <laughs> uh what have i done i finished up zelda well i'm still gonna play more of it i'm not like at 100 percent or anything but I, I got to the credits on it that's a story i guess technically technically yeah i mean was it though you know there were it, it was uh it was story occurred. coded <laughs> yeah events occurred but they were not of consequence yes, it, it was a loose congregation of events that happened I it's guess, and some of them I like there. to see, and some of them I didn't really care about. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Still had fun with that game. Gonna yeah. keep having fun with that game. Not why I was there, but really coming out of it, I'm like, yeah, it's like a yeah. three out of five. I I wish it was why I was there. I've I used to like stories in Zelda, and I used to also be a child. I know this. Yeah. <laughs> But I feel like Wind Waker was pretty cool. I I rewatched cutscenes from Wind Waker this week, and they were pretty cool. Still, Wind Waker is pretty cool. Twilight Princess is still pretty cool. I like Twilight Princess. Don't give me that, Ashley. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else have I done? I I bought Street Fighter. I've had like no time to play it between trying to finish Zelda and all the overtime I've had to work. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I, I Molly and I like, did do like forty sets. <laughs> we played like yeah. forty sets. Yeah. I I really gotta set some time aside to just play some Street Fighter. It's the what I have played has been a ton of fun. Um, been messing around with, mostly with uh, Ryu and Marisa. If we can, we should try to find some time to play this week. Granted, we I have two should. podcasts to edit, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, really cool game. Really want to dig more into that. Uh, me and Chelsea went and saw Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Spiders movie. It's a pretty good little Spiders movie, if I do say so. Nice. I've heard this. They did um, not finish it, which I was oh. a little, a little <laughs> I grumpy did, about. I did hear that, yeah. <laughs> it, it is like a full-on Matrix Reloaded kind of situation. I see. <laughs> we're mm. like, we're going to... Th- this movie... Is gonna mostly be set up for the plot of the next movie. I think you should probably tell people that before they go to the movie. <laughs> I, I, I kind of knew that already. They did because at one point they were like, "Oh no, the sequel has been split into two movies." I'm like, "Okay, I see okay. what's happening here." But all the like, Speed of Matrix Reloaded, they still have the sense of like, "Hey, we have to do this heist on this tower." And, like, we're going to end it with the architect. And, like, we're not done with the plot yet, but, like, there was a climax here. There were large events occurring in The Matrix Reloaded. Yeah. 
Across the Spider-Verse was a lot, felt a lot more like half of a movie, half of a really long movie. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Uh, and it was, hey, a good first half of a movie, had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did, like, yeah, it's like 140 minutes, I was looking it up yesterday, it is the longest American animated film ever made, and they couldn't fit the wow. ending of it in. Wow. Oh, guys. <sighs> Um, but yeah, I, Marvel I like... movies truly catch up to everyone, including Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I liked hanging out with my good pals Miles Morales and Gwen Stacy. They're still good kids. Yeah, yeah. Like I, yeah, like to see what those good kids are up to these days. Yeah, um, I, like I think of all of the different things that have occurred in like the modern like film landscape. Having a sequel have it then also have a part one and part two yeah. is probably like my least favorite. When did that start? The earliest one I can think of is fucking Harry Potter. I think yeah, that it, is it, when it started to get really yeah, okay. And then Twilight did it. Yeah. The Hobbit kind of did it. Hunger Games did yeah. it. I, I, I think Games you can count it. The Hobbit there because the previous Lord of the Rings movies all managed to put each book into a single movie. So yeah. They, well, they really the t- like, stretched out The Hobbit for no reason. Back when that was like a Guillermo del Toro movie, he was like, no, it's going to be two movies. It's going to be there, and then it's going to be back again. Like, okay, that makes sense. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I get, like, doing that. I don't That's, know if I understand yeah. three films. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. it seems like... Yeah. It both seems like and also uh, ha- kind of turned out to be too much movie. <laughs> yeah. I have not seen any of The Hobbit films. Kind of sounds like somebody wanted to make money on three movies when they only had two movies to make money on, and they were like, well, we could make a third one of these, no problem. We could have more money, though. We'll make What's-His-Name cry in the middle of the Hobbit room because he's not acting with anybody or whatever. Uh, Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like, like now that it's gotten to the point where it is doing, uh, like, oh, like, like, so all of that stuff was, you know, like, adaptations of, like, books and stuff. Right. And so, like, I could be, like, you know, except for, like, with The Hobbit, it's like, all right, you're trying to adapt a big, yeah, you know, book. Maybe, yeah. But also it tends to be, like, the last book in a series is the one that gets that yeah. treatment where it's like, well, you clearly just aren't ready to give up this gravy train. I see what's happening here. Yeah, obviously that. But, like, I, like, if I'm being nice, I can do it. But, sure. like, then, like, original movies starting getting the part one and part two. It's like, no, this is bullshit. You're fuck no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you saying that Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame was just kind of a, you know, ploy to get people to go to the movies twice? Oh, God. Mm. Mm. Those fucking movies. <laughs> Boy, when yeah, we that, already knew that that was going to be the case. Do you fucking remember how much they were like after Infinity War? They're like, no, this is real. We killed those characters off. It's yeah, like, they're never coming back. You've already announced movies starring the people you killed off. Yeah, yeah sorry, man. We're not, that. we're not. We're <laughs> not. No, no, we killed Spider-Man for real. You already said when Spider-Man Two's coming out. Stupid. Uh, I also remember them being like. Oh, like the name of the last one is act like uh, is good is named is like said in the first one, right? Of like you know this duology, yeah, yeah. And everyone was like, "Oh, so it's in game," and they're like, "No, it's not in game." It's uh, <laughs> and then it was in game. 
Well, then before that, they're like, no, it's just going to be, you know, Infinity War parts one and two. Ah, never mind. Yeah. Never mind. We got to yeah. change it. Uh, also, this was very funny at the time, and then it kind of got dark, but it's also still kind of funny. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, I remember, like, Chadwick Boseman getting interviewed, and they're like, what do you think about, like, Black Panther being snapped? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and, like, he is at the point clearly done with this. Sure. Fair. Uh, like, do you think that, you know, like, you know, put back on the suit and he just goes, I don't know, man, I'm dead. Oh, boy. Woof. Yikes. <sighs> yeah. Oh. <sighs> so, anyway. Great. <laughs> anyway, Ashley, do you do anything? Uh, well, I bump people out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Across the Spider Verse. I'm glad you glad to hear you liked it. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it was a good film. I will like it a lot more when I can watch the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, it's like one. Of, it's a weird thing where it's like I've heard everyone like who has seen it go like, "Oh, great! Like amazing movie!" Yeah, and I just like can't get up the energy to like be excited to see. When it. When I hear people say that, all I can think is five hours of film. There's no <laughs> way. There's no way we couldn't get this down to one movie. I don't believe you. Yeah. Well, and like, I'm a freak who would, like, watch a five-hour film, and I'm sure. still like, oh, I don't know. I just can't. If nothing else, it is a really, really impressive animation showcase, which was true of the first sure. one, too. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And they, like, push that style even further and, like, find more things to do with it, because you go to other universes in this one so you see like diff- like each one has its own yeah. animation style that's like a little different and it's it's really the Gwen Stacy universe is fucking incredible looking um i i feel bad because every time somebody brings up a movie i'm like too long but frankly sure. yeah there are no editors anymore <laughs> where <laughs> are the editors gone um. nobody's ever told somebody they could leave it on the floor it's fine right Anyway, that's all. I watched some movies. Uh, movies that I think even Molly would say are, uh, you know, keeping good time. Uh-huh. I've watched at least one film with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we watched Dragons Forever together. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, I love when I watched, Jackie Chan beats guys up. Sure. I do, too. Who doesn't? I watched The Adventures of Robin Hood, the old Errol Flynn 1938 one. Oh, okay. Nice. Kind of like just classic, and like no one really has done it better. <laughs> People keep on trying to make Robin Hood movies, and it's still kind of the best one. I think this, the uh, Disney one was pretty good. Yeah, but uh, the Disney one, like watching this one, it I was like, oh, it is. You're just doing that. Oh, okay. I guess I need to watch that Errol Flynn Robin Hood. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like the yeah, the. Of course, they did new stuff with it. They're Fox. Well, yeah. Uh, watched the Gamera movie. Uh, Gamera, Guardian of the Universe. Uh, where Gamera fights a bunch of monster birds inside the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> <laughs> Did Gamera win? Uh, yes. Oh, whew. thank God. Uh, I also, because we had you know, been talking about Vincent Price, and I realized I hadn't seen some of his more, like, you know, well-known work. Uh, with him as like kind of the main star, uh, I watched House on Haunted Hill, Ooh. which comes in at seventy-five minutes. Ooh, uh, it's one of those ones that like 
like someone has uploaded to an entirety on YouTube. Oh, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. No, I mean, that's that's the length of an average Columbo episode. Hey, that's true. I have seen the remake of House on Haunted Hill. What's the original even about? It's, uh, he, Vincent Price, is holding a party, and okay. he invites uh, a bunch of pe- five strangers uh, along with his wife into the, uh, this supposedly haunted house and locked all of them in. Yes. And if they can uh, stay until the you know, until the day, the next day, they get $10,000. Okay, it is the same plot as the remake, then. I, I thought the remake yes. maybe... I mean, the remake might go in a weirder direction. Is there an actual ghost also on top of it? Debatable. Okay. There definitely is in the remake. Okay. <laughs> because the house <laughs> is ambiguous. also a remodeled, uh, decommissioned insane asylum. Okay, yeah. No, that's not the case of this one. It's like a weird like Frank Lloyd Webber house. Okay. Or Frank Lloyd Wright. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> and then uh the the Vincent Price stand-in owns like an amusement park that's known for all of its scary thrill rides. So he's rigged up the house with a bunch of fucking Okay. Nonsense. Yeah, no, this one he's just like a a nondescript businessman. Uh-huh. Uh with like a taste for the macabre cuz he's Vincent Price. Right. <laughs> uh everyone it comes to the house in a hearse. Uh, they give gifts to everyone in a little coffin, and the gift is a gun. Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. It's like that part of it is like, oh, everyone in this house now has a gun. Right. Uh, but, yeah, it's the most famous bit is of a skeleton walking towards a lady and pushing her into the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a pretty famous gif. Uh, but yeah, it, it kind of pulls the, what I like to call the Hey Arnold ending, where it's like, was the ha- house haunted? Maybe. Sure. Uh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember the remake having a fucking room that, like, I don't even remember what it actually did exactly. It projected, like, weird images on a wall, and they're like, oh, yeah, this it'll drive a crazy person sane, but it'll drive a sane person crazy to be in there. <laughs> huh. <laughs> like, it's All not right. a light switch. I don't think that's how it works, guys. <laughs> <laughs> if it was, we'd be we fucked up so bad. <laughs> uh, Dark Souls two gender coffin, but for your brain. <laughs> sanity coffin, of course. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, sanity coffin. Uh, and then also, we, you know, we are continuing our uh, game girls. Oh, yeah, uh, we, I didn't watch any more. Oh, sure. oh, yes, I did. We watched the Xbox thing. I. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. For the first time since being a teenager, I am truly free this summer. I have not watched a goddamn thing. I, we I, I, got like, so I, fucking excited for Starfield. <laughs> the thing is, it looks sick. Yeah, it does. They're not getting me. Won't happen. Right, bud. Okay. <laughs> okay, pal. <laughs> It's so funny because, like, Pris and Molly were like, yeah, I'm excited for Starfield. And me and Iris were like, they're not getting me. Yeah. <laughs> and then they got us. Yeah. It was around the time they unve- unveiled the shipbuilding and the subsystem targeting that I was fully on board. <laughs> See, that's I, good to hear because that's a negative appeal to me. So I think I'm safe. 
All right, fair enough. Listen, that by, by all means, have your fun. I'm just I've every I've played three Bethesda games and I had a bad time with all of them. They got to make us another yeah. fucking Dishonored. Yeah, they do. Like so, the thing is, like even when I think a Bethesda games are bad, uh, I will still end up having fun with them, except for Skyrim. Sure. Uh, which I probably, if I, I try to get all tons of mods, I'd be, have fun. But yeah. Like I, I so like I booted up Fallout Four again, and I'm playing that with all the stuff I had installed, and like. I, I have fun enough in, like, the gameplay loop. Right. Uh, that I think it's a, a good time. If not a good game. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, like, if Starfield has some of that in it... Chris was talking, in, like, in playing Fallout 4 really made me, like... Part of Fallout 4 is, like, setting up a, like, caravan and, like, and, like, lines between uh different uh supply lines between different things uh-huh. and i think they're gonna do that with starfield and that makes my brain go happy sure uh and like oh yeah if i can like because you can like capture like spaceships and like oh if i could just have people on my you know team do like space trucker shit right uh, while I'm, like, going through a cave. That all seems cool. Yeah. Want to know what I got really excited for during the Xbox conference, though? What's, What's that? And, and, and Molly and Ashley will attest to me lighting up like a goddamn Christmas tree. Uh, it's when they unveiled the Microsoft Flight Simulator update. <laughs> yeah, you went ancient <laughs> on yeah. that. You saw a Microsoft Flight Simulator, like, Yeah! <laughs> They're including like fire and rescue and shit like that. That rules. It looks really cool. Yeah. I'm also excited for the Monkey Island uh, expansion for Sea of Thieves. I think that's a perfect. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like marriage of IPs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, you said Ron Gilbert apparently did not know it was happening. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, there was that one game I forgot the name of it, but it had like the big skeleton man. Oh, I think it was South of had, something. Yeah, South of Heaven. Mm, I don't uh, know about that. South of Midnight. Something South like of that. Midnight. Yeah, and hell yeah, I got it right. Okay. Uh, we were all like, oh, yeah, that looks really cool. And then I found out that it's done by the uh, We Happy Few people. Oh. And I was like, oh. Hey, yeah. And I, you know, the game looked cool early on. Yeah, like I told that to, like, Iris and all, and they were, we all just kind of went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, I'd, like, I was like, watched the Xbox one, and I'm like, that was actually a really great show. Like, it had stuff I was excited for, and, like, because it all, like, everything was on Xbox Game Pass, basically. Right. I was like, eh, even if I'm not, like, into that, I maybe try it out. Sure. Uh, and then I watched, like, the Ubisoft one, and I'm like, oh, right, like, bad game well, done. Yeah. 
I was off doing stuff, so I I didn't watch that one. Yeah, I was I was yeah, on like, a big podcast. As I was like dropping you off, you were like, "Oh, I'll watch the Ubisoft thing when I get back." And then I was like, "I picked you up and I'm like, don't nah, you're good." Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the new Prince of Persia, and that's it. Yeah. They show off skull and bones for the tenth year in a row or whatever. That's right. Uh, Fuck yeah! They had, oh my god, really? <laughs> yeah, they had like a guy, a bunch of guys like do like a sea sh- like a sad sea shanty <laughs> as they abs- and then you could if you stared through all of their beards you could see a little bit of gameplay from skull and bones. <laughs> what? Uh, <sighs> But, like, they didn't, like, show off Skull and Bones. It just was like, yeah, like, it's it's here. Yeah. These it's, guys singing a song from it. It still exists. We haven't canceled it. We promise. Wasn't there something where, like, they can't cancel it because they got money from some government that, like, they have to deliver a product at some point because of that? <laughs> I remember reading that at some point, but I'm... I'm uh- probably oh, no, right I now hope that's true, yeah. though, because that's the funniest possible. <laughs> I want it to be true. It, it's it definitely does seem like one of those uh saw one of those games that is like why did I say so it definitely seems like one of those games that is like a weird tax shelter right yeah <laughs> are, are you done the star the star yeah. citizen of pirate ships uh-huh <laughs> yeah we were like at, we were talking about uh Starfield and like, oh, this kind of feels like a doing like a No Man's Sky thing. And Iris, you've nailed it with this is what people think Star Citizen is going to be. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to find a better source for this, but I am finding people saying that yeah, they it's developed by Ubisoft Singapore, which got funding from the Singapore government, and they're not allowed to like they have to deliver something because they took that money. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, yeah, fantastic. Uh, but, yeah, Molly? Uh, I don't think I've really done anything we haven't mentioned here. I started playing Castlevania Lords of Shadow for the Xbox oh, 360. Oh, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, it's a video game. I've that heard much that I can tell it. you for sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. You asked me if that was uh, Patrick Stewart's low point. <laughs> I just said it seemed like he needed work at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I know Chris Surely really it can't be a lower point than Emoji Movie, right? I just mean yeah. between Oblivion and then Lords of Shadow and apparently Emoji Movie, just tough times to be Patrick Stewart. <laughs> that, that's a pretty large that's a pretty swath large, of time. That's yeah. like over a decade. Yeah, well, it's a pretty sad decade. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> so he only needed to show up for like five lines for Oblivion. It's fine. That's true. They fucking yeah. ice that guy fast. <laughs> yeah, they sure do. <laughs> uh... Uh, yeah, watching Vincent Price, I'd be like, man, if this guy came out, like, if this guy existed, like, now, he would be in so many video games. He didn't need <laughs> to come out. We all knew, okay? <laughs> I told you last time, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, no, I didn't do anything cool. else. I've mostly been editing podcasts and doing work and things and things such as this. <laughs> playing Columbo? Playing some Street Fighter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Columbo. 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 Uh, any old port in a storm, uh, season three, episode two. This is the one everyone talks about when they talk about Columbo. I feel like I hear okay. about this one thrown around a lot. 
I think the only one I've ever heard of, like, specifically is the Magician one. But, you know, I get why this one would be talked about. It's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, it's possible that Pris just likes it a lot. But I think I've heard sure. other people talk about it, too. Yeah. yeah. I definitely, like, heard people, like, talk about, like... I think when we like, started saying that we were going to do Columbo, this got brought up a couple times. Okay. Yes. And, like, oh, yeah, this is when, like, Columbo's cooking with gas when this comes on. Huh. Okay. Yeah, this is apparently... This, I believe, I think I was, oh god, I think I was talking to Sarah, and she said, this is the point where it really goes. Huh, we'll I see. liked this one, it's good, but I've, you know, we've seen I just better mean, ones, I feel like. Oh, I just mean, like, from here on in. Oh, it's just gonna be, like, a real consistent hit, hit, hit. Yes. Yeah, I yeah, see. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah cause the, the start of a hot streak. I, yeah, because yeah. the previous couple seasons were kind of mixed bags. Yes. Yeah, season two season especially, one they were especially kind of a mixed bag. Yeah, I like how you and me both said a different one as the especially mixed one. <laughs> well, I think they were equally mixed back there. <laughs> I think that's true. I think season one was overall worse <laughs> maybe than I just, season two. Maybe I feel like season two had more stinkers because they were longer. <laughs> I think that's probably it. Because <laughs> season one definitely has more stinkers. Well, I'm looking. <laughs> well, oh, it, God, in we my onion, we really you know. Do this? Oh, no, sure, of course. Your humble onion, I understand. My humble onion, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we open up on the cast of Anchorman drinking some wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these fucking insufferable assholes. These fucking uh, wine guys. These people suck so bad. This, this guy uh, is a lot. Adrian Carcini. Yeah. Real piece of shit. Yeah. One of the most hateable antagonists they've had so oh, far. Oh, so easy. What are you talking... Isn't he a sympathetic man? He cares so much about the craft of winemaking. so yeah, like, much about winemaking. It's so funny because, like, there's so many reviews where it's like, oh, yes, like, one of the most sympathetic Columbo villains. It's yeah. Like, what? <laughs> this God forbid a man have hobbies, I guess. This is maybe, like, one of the most despicable men we've seen on this show so far. He's deeply unpleasant. Is- is when he when he says he cares about winemaking, he's not he's lying. What he cares about is propping up his own ego yes. about himself via wine. Like that's that's what the wine means to him. Is it's it's a way to prove that he is the best and he is superior to all these other plebeians. He doesn't give a shit about the wine. I think the reason why some people say he is sympathetic is because they would hang out with him. Or they already hang out with people who are like this. People who have chimed in on this episode and think this guy is sympathetic are definitely up against the wall. <laughs> That's, that is list number one of guys I'm murdering when the revolution happens. This guy sucks. Not trying to say he's not. I do think he cares about wine. Like he's very like they're drinking his wine. They start. They're like, oh my god, this is so good. Why don't you sell it? He's like, yeah, it'd be too expensive to make in like big quantities. Now, yeah, but he also like keeps wine like locked away just because he he wants to be the one who has it. Well, yeah, but I think that's like I don't even think that's him being like, ooh, look at all the wine I got. It's he just fucking loves wine. He's like, ooh, I gotta have that wine in my collection. You say that, but then at the auction, he is going to say, I don't need that wine, but I don't want anyone else to have it. You know what? That is true. <laughs> yeah, like very explicitly makes that his motivation. I, I mean, to me, if you are a person who cares about food, any type of food, like the thing that makes food worth giving a shit about is sharing it with people. Sure. So true. That's true. So if, if you're going to lock shit away, you don't care about it. 
to me, like from what I have like seen both and read about like wine freaks, is that this is it's not food, right? Or you know, drink. This to them, it is collecting. Yeah, yeah. That's why I think wine freaks should all get locked in a cellar. Get, they should all get walled. Right. Yeah. 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 Amontillado, all of them. Right. My no, favorite, yeah, I'm with you on that. My favorite part of this episode is when Columbo goes, "Dude, it would suck to get cask of Amontillado, wouldn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I don't disagree that I think this guy's an asshole and like horrible. Yeah. I just think that like. The way people collect wine is different than the way people would, like, gather food stuff. Right. Oh, yeah, yes, absolutely. I, this yeah, is some I, comic book guy shit, not, I, yeah. Yeah, I th- which I think just speaks to my broader problem with wine culture is that much like with high-end art culture, uh, it completely corrupts it and perverts <laughs> the thing that it is. Sure. And why is it even good enough to corrupt? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry for getting philosophical about this. No, that's no, okay. You're we good. do you're this. Fine. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he has to go pop off to uh, one spy on these guys and then murder his brother. Right, spy on these guys to find out they are in fact giving him the award. Yeah, like, why not just wait five minutes? You're about to find out. <laughs> wine guy of the year, this fella. Yes, this guy is the wine guy of the year. He's made some wine, so he's uh-huh. our wine guy. Yeah. Uh, and also, he loves to suck our dick, so right. uh, <laughs> that helps. Yeah. One of the reasons why he won't sell it other than being too expensive is that he doesn't want some yokel from Texas. Yeah, to put it in a freezer. Ugh. Uh, and one of the guys goes, I'm from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's like, well, not you, obviously. And yeah, he's like, but you're, so you're right, different. Not me, obviously, you're uh, so right. Yeah, all my the, all the fellow Texans are all dog shit. Uh, the guy from Texas looks exactly like one of the dudes from Anchorman. He looks <laughs> exactly like that man who is one of the detectives Fusco. <laughs> yes, that's him. That's his dad. He's on this Columbo. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he goes into his office to get that bottle of wine that he was going to bring out to everybody, but his younger brother is in there, and he's like, hey, what's up, shit lips? <laughs> <laughs> what's up, dude? Uh, I'm here to ask you for money, tell you that I'm getting married, that I'm selling your winery. <laughs> right, hey, I'm I getting married for like the eighth time. and Making uh, the classic mistake of telling this guy his plans before he's in a safe location. <laughs> yeah, dude, this is one to do over the phone. Yeah, but he needs the money, so... right. Because what we do find out is that this guy loves wine so much that he won't sully himself with making money off of the winery he owns. <laughs> yeah. Which is honestly really funny because they portray Rick as the same type of guy. Because later on, there's that note about how he used to race cars, but he wouldn't go professional because it wasn't about the money. It was about oh, you true. Know, the love of the sport. Really yeah. weird juxtaposition to do that when he clearly hates that his brother is doing the same thing. Right, yeah, they're both idiots. But with wine. So yeah, they're both idiots. They deserve each other. I, yeah, I think they're just both like, you know, their dad was obviously super wealthy and they are just like spoiled children who have just grown right. up. Right, yeah. right. And uh, our our killer is like, oh, yeah, well, I've got the, the Italian heritage, but 
I, my mother was British to give me good breeding, and unfortunately, your mother sucked ass. <laughs> weird line. Weird line. It's really weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he, um, his brother tells him, "Hey, I'm selling the fucking land," and he goes, "Uh, not if I have anything to say about it," and bonks him on the head with a vase, and it's the funniest bonking we've seen yet. He loses his goddamn mind when he hears that the Marino brothers the Mar- are going to buy I this winery. I am so pissed that the Marino brothers are not in this episode. Oh, they should yeah. be. How dare you entice me with the Marino brothers and <laughs> I, not I reveal I want to know foolish... what their deal is. I need to know. Without knowing, I... I'm just imagining the Mitchum brothers from Twin Peaks. <laughs> yeah. See, I, like... In feeling that the Marino brother is like a to- is just a total brand. Sure, yes, the Marino brothers are two cartoon Italian stereotypes on a wine label. Yes, yeah, it is Mario and Luigi's. <laughs> Briss, bring them to me. <laughs> and like a a dollar jug of wine. Right. Show right. me these men. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Twin Peaks has ruined me. If you tell me there's the X brothers, they're Italian <laughs> and they make wine, you fucking kidding me? You're not gonna show me these brothers? Yeah, I'm with you. How dare you? The there's 69 one and a half good cents a gallon Marino brothers. They don't even make good mouthwash. <laughs> anyway, the scene rocks. Every time this guy gets mad, it's really funny. It is. Yeah, this is Donald Pleasance, who is a. a well-established actor who also just would give himself over to the B-movies in the River of Ham. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, he's swimming yeah. in that River of Ham every time he gets mad. Um, but yeah, he bonks his brother on the head, uh, says, well, telephone, he's not dead he? yet. What, Luke? How? Oh, no, not a telephone. What Was that, who got killed with a telephone recently? Was that last episode? Are you thinking of no, the guy who got murdered by a mixer? I thought someone or got hit guy- over the head with a phone. It was the person who got hit in the head with a microscope. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Never mind. <laughs> Might be, because she picks it up kind of funny. Yeah. By, like, the... Anyway. Oh, it's because uh, the phone goes flying afterwards. Yes, yeah, so the phone goes flying when he uh, gets bonked on the head because his arm's over the table. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll just... Donald Pleasance, his, what most people would know him now for is Halloween. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where he will just be in all of the Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. If you give him money for it. <laughs> um, but he knocks his brother out and is like, well, I could probably come back to this in a couple hours. Uh, <laughs> and takes his wine and his stupid little decanter and then starts to make his way out there. But then a secretary shows up and he's like, what the fuck? It's Sunday. Well, yeah, because earlier on, like, his, uh... Brother is like, I knew you'd be here. Only a fanatic works on Saturday. And then when she walks in, he's like, what are you doing here? Only a fanatic works on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, But she's like, oh, listen, I had some stuff to do. And he's like, well, no, why don't you go ahead, uh, go back to your place, pack some more dresses, because we're going to go to New York for a week instead of a couple days. Also, could you get my tuxedos and suits and also get the fuck out of my office? Uh, uh, no, do not buy tickets for Broadway shows. Goodbye. Uh, and gets her out of there, so he goes back out and gets his Man of the Year award. The real wild part is he hits his brother, knocks him out, and he realizes in the moment, like, oh, I did not kill him. Yes. You know, having a moment of rage where you lose control and hit somebody, not saying it's okay or whatever, but like, hey, that happens. But then to look at that and be like, 
Well, I mean, in for a penny, in for a pound. Yeah, may as well finish this off when <laughs> yeah. I'm done drinking. I meant to kill him. No sense stopping now. <laughs> if he gets back up, he is going to sell the land and I go to jail. So may as well do the murder. Right. Um, but yeah, he brings out some wine in his little decanter. And then he gives the wine to somebody else to pour because his hands are too shaky uh, to pour the wine. Uh, and he makes a big deal of this later that he never lets anyone do this. I don't know shit about wine or yeah, really any alcohol, okay? I'm just going to put that out there. I've maybe had, I can probably count on one hand the number of glasses of wine I've had in my life. So I don't know anything about decanting wine, but it doesn't, they really go in like, no, you have to have like a steady, you know, hand to do it. Like, isn't it just pouring it out but leaving a little at the bottom? That doesn't seem that hard. I mean, there is a cheesecloth or some sort of a straining cloth there, so it may be about, like, ensuring a steady flow so that uh, wine doesn't get backed up, and, and so it's it's a constant, like, steady filtering process. I guess. Yeah. Okay. I also just think that people will be, like, are weird about all of the, like, uh... Rituals? Rituals, yeah. I, sure. I keep on, like, the ceremony of yeah, drinking wine. Yeah. I keep on forgetting words today. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, so, yeah, he uh, sends all his buddies off after he learns he wins the award, and he's like, well, time to go finish my murder. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and he does. He goes, ties up his brother, leaves him in his uh, wine cellar, turns off the AC. Okay, uh, the AC thing is what's going to get him in the end. Why does he turn it off? Because uh, uh, it pumps air into there. Without that, there's no air in there. Yeah, there there is no uh, flow of oxygen. Okay, okay. So he's just leaving him down here to suffocate. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I did not really get that, so I was a little confused. Just like because that's that's the linchpin of the crime. Like it, that's what gets him in the end. Bizarre way to do it. Yeah. 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 I also in the moment while we were watching. While I was watching this, asked Molly, hey, why'd he do that? Yeah. Uh, and Molly explained it to me. So it, it's not simple to pick up on. Because even if he's done that, through. he leaves the guy tied up down here with no food or water for a week straight and then throws him off of a cliff. He would have been too weak to resist anyway. Right. Also, I I just think, like, man, you are making a bold bet here. <laughs> yeah. You are you are playing a dangerous game uh-huh. leaving him to suffocate. Because if he gets out of those ropes, it's fucking over for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, he makes it look like the guy suffocated while scuba di- Like, knocked himself out while scuba diving and suffocated because uh, the air ran out. Like, wrap right, a well, plastic he- bag around his head or something. Do anything. Um, yeah, I-, I feel almost like at this point it is very- it's a very passive way of murder. Yeah, totally. Right, Is, did he really murder him? Really, you know? Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I bet like, he thinks that is what I no, mean. No, sure, yeah. Yeah, like, the the him hitting him on the back of the head was done in a moment of anger, and then when he has, like, time to think about it, yeah, he's like... Well, I had to protect my investment. Right. Yeah, but, like, I'm not a monster is going to kill my own brother, I will just put him in a room where he can't breathe, though. Right, yeah. I can't finish the job myself. Yes. Although he does throw him in the water later, so... Right. Well, by that point, he's already dead. That's just getting rid of something. Can I just say, absolutely 
just unhinged move. This is jumping ahead a little bit to when they sure. find the body. Unhinged move to undress your brother, get him in a wetsuit, <laughs> put him true. in the sea with his little snorkely mask. I didn't think about the logistics Absolutely of that Absolutely unhinged now. decision. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to deal with my do brother's... My brother's corpse dick. I wouldn't want that. Yeah. I don't want no. that. Not interested. Also, you know how much a pain in the ass it's going to be to, like, redress a seven-day-old dead body? Oof. Yeah. It's going to suck, man. <laughs> it's gonna, yeah. It's not going to be good. Not going to smell good. No. It's going to be... Man, that wine cellar is fucking ruined. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I'm surprised On that... On top of it being regular like, ruined. Oh, smells like a dead guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, kind of smells like somebody vacated the bowels in here. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did learn that you, that doesn't always happen when someone dies. Oh well. Good to know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, he hides the guy's car with the top down. Uh, in his little garage where he usually keeps his car because he's going to be driving to the airport anyway. Um, he hides that, you know, puts it in. It's like a little barn type situation where you can close the big doors. I guess that's the only thing I can think of with big doors. Um, and then we get on this plane where we're doing Anchorman again because this is a plane with a lady that has a spiral staircase, a girl playing a piano, and everybody's just drinking. Yeah. Because planes are unhinged in 1970. Just anything could happen. Anything. You could do anything on a plane. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, he tells his secretary There's Karen a to... smaller airplane flying around inside the cabin of this airplane. <laughs> <laughs> There's in the the new Microsoft Flight Simulator, you can put a plane in a plane. <laughs> You're saying That's true? Yeah, you could pilot one of those uh, cargo planes. But imagine fly if, like, a little Cessna around inside of it. The stand Aerosmith was in here, little guy. <laughs> Um. Anyway, uh, he uh, writes a five thousand check, a five thousand dollar check to his brother, and uh, the secretary is like five thousand dollars, and he's but like, "You hate that image, yeah, you hate that motherfucker." And he's like, "Well, he's getting married. I want to start him off in the right direction." She's like, "Oh, okay, that's very generous of you." And he's like, "Yeah, what else is the money for? Fuck. Oh, this wine is disgusting. Oh, why am I on this?" <laughs> uh, and yeah, like. Uh, apparently, this guy got has gotten married like three other times. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's just like, well, like, who are you married now? Like a waitress or a a dancer? Yes. I do that. The well, we'll get into it in the next scene. The first one here is the auction, uh, where he bids on this fi- on this bottle of like eighteen forty nine port or something. Yeah. Mm. Uh, made the same year that California became a state. Oh, so it wouldn't be 1849, I don't think. I forgot when California became a state. Yeah, who knows? Whatever. Um, anyway, uh, he uh, is talking to his secretary. She's there, too. 1850. 1850, okay. Um, but she is like, uh, okay, so we've already spent like $18,000 at this thing. Maybe we shouldn't do more. And then he sees this one. He's like, I must have it. And then he bids his thousand dollars on it. And then one of his own boys. Bids <laughs> a, this is him. so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> one of his own anchormans. 
uh, bids him up, and they get him up to like five thousand dollars, and he's like, "Fuck!" Uh, and his secretary is like, "Do we really need to spend five thousand dollars on wine?" And he's like, "Nobody has to spend five thousand dollars on wine. I just want it, so he can't have it." Which is, <laughs> but I want it. Yes, I just don't <laughs> want anyone else to have it. Which is all right, sure, man, whatever. Yeah, pa- uh, yeah. Paul Rudd like fucking took him up on it. Yes. Um, Real fucked up of him. Back in LA, it's 2 a.m. Columbo's tired. He's still sleepy. <laughs> He's at work. <laughs> He's at He'll work never at not be sleepy again. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, like, Peter Falk was like, wait, I, I have, I've reached into like, the core of the character. He's a sleepy little guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that early on, Carcini uh, is just like, Oh, what kind of dumb idiot woman you marry in this time? Just like she's not even there, and now it's suddenly no, she's just a human being with like normal. She's just normal. It, yeah, like, she's just is, a regular lady. Yeah, this is one of those things that always uh, I like at Colombo, where they're like, "Oh yeah, you must have like been marrying a real like awful broad," and then it's like, "Hey, I'm just a normal lady. I'm nice." Right. <laughs> one of the most normal people we've had on this show. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like th- this woman that he like talks shit about that even meeting it leads to his downfall because she's the one that needs Columbo to get involved. Yeah, she she is like, hey, uh, it's really weird that he's not back yet. Doesn't make any damn sense. Um, and Columbo's like, listen, I I hear you, but until there's a body, there's not really anything I can do because I'm homicide. Uh, and she's like, well, that's rude. And he's like, well. You kept asking, so I do have to explain yeah. to you what my job is. Uh, and he's been gone three days. They were supposed to be married in Acapulco. She waited in there. Uh, and when he didn't show up, she came back and reported him missing. Uh, and Columbo's like, maybe he got cold feet. Maybe that's uh, happened before. Has he ever been married before? And she goes three times, and he goes, all right, guess his feet are warm enough by now. <laughs> Which I thought was really good. funny. Yeah, good Columbo line. Um, but then uh, he, they get the letter that has the uh, $5,000 check in it uh, that his brother uh, sent. So I just noticed that he, that uh, the main dude's Rolls Royce has uh, a vanity license plate that says Carcini. Yes, yes it does. Asshole. Yeah. Complete <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, if there was a way to italicize car, yeah. he wouldn't be an asshole. Then it would be yeah. really good. That'd be great. But since yeah, you can't do it. that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he uh Columbo decides to keep the um the check from the lady and then takes a picture uh of Rick with him. Uh and uh this is and then we get to the most important part of this episode where he's like, Well, if he's Italian boy, I gotta help him. Italian's gotta stick together. Yeah. Italian solidarity. And then, yeah, like, when he looks at the photo, he's like, oh, are you sure he's Italian? Oh, he's, uh... Where did she say he's from? She says he's from Milan. Milan. Oh, up north. They make a blonde up there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the line that fucking killed me when it's I was really watching funny. this. Columbo yeah, I- is... Columbo is just posting the Italian flag emoji for half of this episode. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I... Earlier on, we had a question if Columbo could speak Italian. Yeah. 
And you guys were like, no. <laughs> I still don't know if he can. Yeah, because he doesn't do it in this episode. Yeah. Um, but uh, the big bottle of wine is with him on the flight, which is very funny. Yes. <laughs> He's just holding it like a up. baby. He should have yeah, got a little seatbelt for it on the plane. Yeah. A little seat next to him. And then the guys are like, hey, are we going to open that up when you get home? And he's like, fuck no, it's for buying and selling, idiot. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess we're done. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, the only reason why people would have this one is to buy and sell it. But you kind of get the feeling he's just going to keep it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and then also, uh, his this is, this is the last we see of his boys for a while. <laughs> yeah. He's done with his boys. He's got murder to do now. He's got murder to do now. They land. His secretary asks... Murder to finish. Yes, that's true. Um, Secretary asks if she could get a ride home with him. He's like, uh, no. No, we're not like that, okay? How about that? I have to go kill my brother. Be right back. Yeah. Uh, So he goes back to his place, gets the body out, goes into the wine cellar, looks down, and it's almost like he's going to be gone. When he gets yeah, there I thought for maybe how that long. was going to be the thing. Yes, me too. But then they show that he was there, but everything's fucked up in the room. Um, not everything. Things are a little fucked up in the room. But yeah, he he died. Like, obviously, the guy was like on the floor trying to yeah, he find was struggling. something to. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. There's a lot of glass in there. You, you didn't try very hard, I don't think. He had a head injury. That's true. And probably by the time he woke up, their air was running out. And maybe, I don't know. <laughs> you're saying you would have simply handled it. I would have handled it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Ripped to him, but you're different. I'm different. Uh, anyway. Uh, so, he yeah, he gets back. He goes in. He does all his little murder stuff. Puts his brother in the wetsuit. Puts a blanket over him. Says, all right, we're going to drive this motherfucker all the way out to the coast. And then I'm going to bike on back. With my shitty little fold-up bike. <laughs> Yeah. Um, this is the ugliest bike in history, by the way. Oh, I kind of like it. <laughs> no, I hate it. I hate these. I hate the handles. The yeah, handlebars are weird. Ex- extremely far forward. It's yeah. like a racing bike. Yeah. If yeah. it wasn't for the handles, Luke, I would be with you. I think it's cool when a bike folds up, but the, it is the cool handles are so up. unhinged. Yeah, the, the I handles don't care for it. replaced. I'll give you that. Um... But yeah, he basically makes it look like his brother went diving and died out at sea. Yes. Uh, yeah, and I, the first time I watched this, I was like, well, obviously what's going to happen is someone's going to be like, why would he go diving twice in one day? Right. And then, like, pretty quickly, the fiancé will be like, I always tell him not to die twice. <laughs> right, like, no, that <laughs> that is unhinged, but it's the kind of unhinged he was. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I just felt like that was like a kind of nice like, like uh, like oh that would be what would someone like what Columbo like oh yeah that's just bogging me right well yeah because it already like, happened in like one of the last few where the guy like exercised twice took a bath day. women did more exercise right um but Columbo's yeah they to cut down on smoking so he's just chewing cigars this time yeah he's just chewing yeah, on but cigars he's not buying cheaper cigars because he's like well I, I got standards. <laughs> I like to think he's chewing the cigars now uh, so that more old ladies don't yell at him for messing up their carpets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think we had one episode where his wife was, like, asking him to stop smoke. 
There's or someone the like doctor said, was telling him he needed to stop smoking. Right. Doctor told him not to smoke, and then he smoked in uh, Mrs. Peck's place, and that wasn't going to stand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they, somebody who is nearby identifies, um, the body as Rick Carcini, um, and Columbus like, fuck, Columbus like, <gasps> was dead, god damn it. Yeah. Um, this guy has worked for him before because he threw a big birthday party and hired waiters and stuff, so. Yeah. This guy just happened to be in the area, knew about him, uh, and identifies the body, so they go and very, deliver very the news. Very good cop dialogue of when the guy knows, like, oh yeah, he's like 29, he'll be, like, you know, 30 next uh, you know, next June, he's like, "Oh, what do you do? You go to the fair and ask, pe- you know, and guess people's weights." Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "No, I just knew that guy." <laughs> I just, yeah, I just knew him. <laughs> you fuck. I worked his birthday party. Um, Columbo goes and delivers the bad news to the widow. This like establishing shot that's like you know panning over this it's whole so like funny. outdoor party. It's even funnier right now watching it muted as we're going along with just. The- Really focusing on the dance moves being done here. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. it's yeah very dance dance uh, being a very loosely defined word here. <laughs> yeah, this is this is a Scooby-Doo dance scene. Yeah. All of the girls are in like swimsuits and stuff, and the guys are either these there are only two types of guy outfits here. There are full suit or booty shorts and full sweater. Yeah, the, the main guy you see dancing has, like, bell-bottoms and a paisley shirt. <laughs> right, yes. No, you're so right. And then just one guy dances across in booty shorts, and he's got yeah. a turtleneck on. Like, dude, what is happening yeah. at this party? This is a great a party, honestly. turtleneck. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck are you doing, man? You're at the beach. <laughs> he's like, well, I want to be able to walk in the water, but I don't want my f- top half to get cold. <laughs> So, <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, delivers the bad news. Took one of the head ran out of oxygen. Doing the high kicks in the back too. <laughs> yeah, they're just having fun. Sorry. Yes, he delivers the news. Yes, she's very upset about it. They they do the whole thing. Um, Rick didn't even like his brother, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and there's a. A little more information about how he was like a really good athlete. Um, like, yeah, doesn't make sense for him to die this way because he was a really good diver and like doesn't just seem like him. Yeah. Um, and then they talk about how the brothers don't like each other, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Which is one of those things where, like, you know, this is what gets Columbo onto it. Like, mm, hold on now, but like. I don't care how good of an athlete you are, you can have a fatal mistake and die. That's how life works. Yes. Yeah, that famously happens to lots then, of good divers. It's not yeah. like an inconsistency. In fact, I would imagine, you, you know what? I think most victims of diving accidents are probably professional divers. The reason, especially, that like this is so plausible, he didn't go with a guy. He didn't have a buddy. You gotta, you gotta have, have a, buddy. a scuba buddy. Yeah. yeah. You don't go diving alone. It's one of the main rules of diving. <laughs> Yeah. Um. So we cut to uh, Columbo, who is now at the bar watching the news. Yeah, Columbo. I don't think thinks that a murder happened until he was at the bar. Yes. Right. Well, I also think it's unreal that he learns about the 
coroner's findings at the bar on the TV. Well, you know, he was off for the night when the when the report came well, in. Well, and also, it's it's technically a still like a found missing persons case. True. Right. Yeah. So he had to go like learn about this and then try to off screen convince his higher ups who believe in him that this was a murder. Yeah. Yeah. I love the guy at the bar who's like not mean, but he keeps trying to talk to Columbo while he's trying to watch the news. Yeah, th- this is Columbo getting his own bit thrown at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really is. And you see, Columbo just shuts that shit down. Right, he just yeah, holds a like, hand up, talking. you know, finger to mouth. <laughs> I'm not talking to you. It's not <laughs> happening. If more <laughs> villains did that, you know, Columbo would not solve as many cases. <laughs> That's true. I'm like, I'm just not even going to acknowledge you. I'm not going to look you in the eye. Right. Right. Uh, and then when the broadcast is over and he's asked a question, he asks the guy next to him that is not the guy who was bothering him <laughs> the question true. and does not ask the guy who was bothering him the question. I didn't <laughs> he catch that. That's a good detail. <laughs> he wanted to know, did it rain last Tuesday? And then he asked for change for a quarter from the barkeeper. Right, so you can go call up, like, the weather people, yes. uh, like, the news, and, like, oh, no, they're closed. Uh, excuse me, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm with the police. I need someone to tell me of a rain last Tuesday. My name is Lieutenant Columbo, first and last. <laughs> Can uh, I just say, yeah. Columbo, what yes. you doing at the bar at 11 o'clock? What are you doing, man? You got a wife. Go home. You know, he was working like the homicide desk at 2 a.m. He's got weird yeah. hours. I yeah. guess so. Just seems like you get a little more wife time in. That's all. Sure. Yeah, later on, they say that Columbo, uh, his wife didn't show up because they needed a babysitter. That's yeah, true. I, we do find out Columbo has, like, kids. I do not believe that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't he know might if be lying. That's just an excuse he uses. I, yeah, I, I, one, I think that Columbo set all of, like, he, in, you know, the show, yeah. set all of that dinner up to fucking nail this dude. That's true. But, like... I, yeah, there is no way that Columbo has a child the age that needs a babysitter. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows, uh, man? It was the 70s. You see how many cigars he was smoking? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, I really love just with like the way that of the writing and the acting, you could tell how tired the person is on the other end of the line. Yeah. Just like, oh, so you think they're going to get close to? Yeah, no, yeah, it is late. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So what do, you, what do you, or do you think they're going to open? Nine to five. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, just the, just like I'm, I'm, I'm clocking out. No one has ever called the weather service at this late an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he needs to fucking like. He's not getting anything done tonight, even if he does confirm it. Yeah, he could write this down and check tomorrow, which he does. But yeah, listen, it, it's these things bother him. They keep him up at night. He said this. That's true. Yeah, maybe he's just not joking. <laughs> maybe they do truly keep him up at night. <laughs> Drive up the fucking wall, all I can think about. So, um, Columbo goes on the tour of Carcini Wines, of the winery, uh, and <laughs> just is he's kind of an idiot the whole time. He's got to shove someone into the grape squisher. <laughs> yes. yes. 
Um, there's just like a lot of wine talk here that doesn't really does anything relevant happen in this scene? I think no. Not I think really. he goes and talks to that janitor guy, and even that is not that interesting. I like the part where he's like, "Boy, that sounds pretty great. Maybe I can get a job here." Do you know anything about wine? Well, my grandfather used to let me stomp on the grapes when we'd make it in his backyard, and the guy just looks at him like, I hate you more than I've hated anyone. <laughs> Which is funny, yeah, because he says earlier on that nobody does that. <laughs> yeah. During the fucking tour, he's like, nobody steps on grapes like that. That's not a real thing. He's like, well, I fucking did it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm fucking Italian. That's I do right. like this janitor guy. Even even if this side tangent was a little pointless, I do like this guy. Oh, this janitor guy is the most Italian man that's been on this show yet. <laughs> I do like him. Being like, well, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Carcini said we should all come in to work really hard to honor his brother, who was a hard worker. And he's like, was the brother a hard worker? No. No, he wasn't. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> no. I don't think he was. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so eventually, uh, he makes a call to the weather service, uh, gets the yeah, weather. Like he, in like the guy's office, he's like, I need to make a call. Hello, weather service. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he finally gets his answer. Also, uh, immaculate whistling here. Oh, yeah. I'm a little pissed off about it. <laughs> I can't even whistle and Columbo's just doing this shit while he's dialing his rotary. Come on. Wait, you can't whistle? <laughs> no, I can't whistle. What do you mean you can't whistle? I also can't whistle. I mean, I what? can't whistle. <laughs> it's, not, it's not hard. Yeah, that's what people have been telling me my whole fucking life, Luke. <laughs> Why can't you do it? <laughs> <laughs> Answer me. <laughs> I, I don't know. I never I, acquired the skill. <laughs> I... <laughs> All right, fucking Luke, I'll cut off all your call. audio. <laughs> Luke yeah. and I are just going to have a little whistling jamboree over here. You guys just want to do the rest of the podcast? You guys could do the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Speak entirely in Morse whistle. I did a musical number that involved whistling, and I had someone like try to tra- uh, teach me how to whistle for several weeks, <laughs> and it did. Not, I could not do it. How did they tell you to do it? Because now I'm curious. Now, now I don't care about Columbo anymore. Now, well, Luke, you know how to whistle. You just put your lips together and blow. Is yeah. that all they told you to do? Yeah, that's all anybody ever says. Okay, okay. I have it. I, I want to try something. Let's do an experiment and see if oh, I can. I'm not learning how to whistle on the podcast, Luke. <laughs> it's not happening. Why not? Because <laughs> I don't care. I'm <laughs> in really a lot do. of pain and I would like to get through the podcast, please. Fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> you and anyway, Ashley I... can do whistling lessons later. It, we, uh, it was before my voice dropped, uh, so I just sang really high falsetto to make it sound like I was whistling. God. Did it work? <laughs> Yeah, no one nice. fucking noticed. Wow. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Columbo goes and finds Mr. Cursey. <laughs> Only 40 minutes into this episode, our two characters meet. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, this is a longer episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little long. A little long. It's a little long. I thought it was fine. Yeah, I, I didn't really mind the length. It's a little long. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
he goes and asks uh, Karen, like, hey, uh, where's Mr. Carcini? I don't, I haven't seen him around here at all. And he's like, uh, is he in mourning? And she goes, oh, no, 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 he's in the lab. <laughs> yeah. For for Molly, every piece of visual media should be under 90 minutes. For Luke, every song should be under three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, it's just funny. I just feel like we could tighten this up. That's all. Uh-huh. That's how <laughs> I feel about any time a song gets to its fourth minute. Yeah. I guess that's true. Truly, people live so many different lives. They really yeah. do. <sighs> um... Columbo walks in and is like, hey, here to talk to you, Mr. Carcini. And he's like, yeah, if you're here for a job, personnel is open uh, 9 to 5. And then, like, Columbo just kind of flashes him his badge. He's like, all righty. Guess we're talking. Uh, So they go back to his office and they have a little conversation uh, about wine. About how Columbo should not smoke anywhere near any fucking wine, okay? You hear me? There are some people who think that... You know, wine and a good cigar go together, and I must respectfully disagree. David Pleasance is such a nice little freak in this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, really portrays the role to perfection. Uh-huh. Yeah. I also, I just remember that he's also Blofeld in James Bond, where he's a really good little freak. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's got uh, his and then he's Yeah. Uh, and then... The one where he's not a weird little freak is The Great Escape, where he's, like, just the nicest guy in the world. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, he watches birds. So Columbo doesn't know anything about wine. Number one thing about Columbo, he doesn't know shit about wine. Uh, yeah. So this guy is like, oh, so you're a fucking idiot then. Okay, got yeah. it. He questions like, his Italian credentials. Yeah. yeah! He says, show me that Italian card right now. And he's like, sir... Please, my father, he was a beer. He was a beer Italian, not a wine Italian. (laughs) I stopped on the grapes. (laughs) I did my time, okay? Um, But yeah, they they get to talking. I forget exactly what this conversation's about. Uh, I think it's mostly just like, yeah, you know, my brother was a real piece of shit. Surprised he lived that long. Uh, You know, I'm I'm sad about it, but of course I must move on with my life. Yeah, like, the guy was like, hey, listen, he was racing cars and going scuba diving. And yeah. it's like the 70s. We don't have any good safety regulations. Right, right. <laughs> we still haven't even invented the little foil seals on medicine yet. Yeah. We, we've barely invented the seat belts. Yeah. Yeah. And we're certainly not, like, saying Wearing that them. children have to wear them. Yeah. My mom, to this day, will not wear a seat belt. Oh my god. Oh boy. She her car, she buckles the seatbelt without her sitting in the seat and then just sits down on top of it. Well, is she one of the people who's like I, guess I don't want to the alarm the goes off constantly. Oh. Okay. I'm honestly surprised your mom isn't a sovereign citizen. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would take too like that's too much effort. That's too much effort. Yeah. That's the thing. My dad, I could almost imagine falling down that hole, but he loves America too goddamn much. <laughs> yeah, like, uh. is it like a... I just find it annoying. Is is it like, uh, I don't want to be trapped, or is it like, I th- actually, seatbelts kill people? Um, I think it is... Fundamentally, I think it is, uh, I find it uncomfortable, uh, but there might be some, like, you know, that, well, actually, it's, it's less safe to wear one as a justification for it. 
Yeah. My dad is much... My dad also... I mean, he doesn't drive anymore. He can't. But uh, when he did, he also didn't wear a seatbelt. And he was much more ideological about it. I see. I'm very glad you survived your childhood. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because it doesn't seem like you should have. I mean, they made me buckle up all the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> When you're an adult, you could start making your own bad decisions. Until then... Once you're 18, you can decide to risk your life pointlessly every day. My mom would do the thing where, like, if we were just driving around the neighborhood, she wouldn't put it on. Sure. And then when I... Which I... You know, still illegal, but I can understand a bit more. Yeah. Uh, But once I started learning how to drive, and, like, she was one of the main people who taught me... Yeah. Uh, I'd always be like, oh, Bucky, you see if I was... She's like, god damn it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and I was like, listen, I'm driving. <laughs> you gotta put on a seatbelt. Um, Mr. Carcini uh, is informed that he was the last man to see his brother alive. And he says, well, surely that cannot be because I saw him last Sunday and he did not die until Tuesday. Right. It's not my fault I didn't see him pass then. It's not my fault you haven't talked to anybody he talked to since then. Seems unlikely that that could occur. Um, but Clum was like, well, you know, uh, it was rainy the day that he was supposed to go out in the water. Uh, you think you would have done that that day? And uh, Carcini just goes, well, if you're under the water, you can't really tell it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh. Which I'm not sure that. is true. No, I, I don't think you're supposed to do that. Because it kind of, like, stirs up the water, right? It, like, reduces visibility. Yeah, there's there's a higher chance of white caps and things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah but I, I guess if you're snorkeling and deep down enough, it doesn't... Sure. It's probably still not a nah. good idea. Probably not a good idea. Pro- you know what's also not a good idea? Going twice in a day. Yeah. You know what's also not that a good true. idea? This tie he's wearing... Yeah, what the fuck is going on with this guy's tie? And why is it so wide, also? It is the loudest tie I have ever seen. It is just this swirl of, like, bright red and blue. It's too much. Too much. Speaking of Across the Spider-Verse, that's the background from that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Miles Morales does a flip in front of this fucking tie. Hell yeah, dude. Um... He does say, uh, you know, we found his car and the top was down and it's supposed to rain. And he's obsessed with his car, so it's yeah, weird so that he wouldn't would care he... about the inside getting wet. Right, and it was, I gotta say, it was immaculate in there when I looked. Uh, like, if this guy's like, as much of a car freak as they paint him as, I don't even think he would be there with the top up in the rain. Yeah, I don't think you'd take this car out in the rain. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, uh, they, you know, they, they found it. He's like, well, it was in a desolate spot, wasn't it? So it makes sense that nobody found it for a week and the top was down, which I guess the wind could have blown it if he didn't actually secure the top, uh, because this is before that was all mechanical, right? like automated. So, well, and then, uh, Clum was like, well, okay. Uh, Hey, what was that wine called? Uh, my head hurts. <laughs> So I'm gonna go. Columbo got <laughs> drunk off of a single glass of wine. Yeah. yeah. We should note this scene is also where the decanting scene happens. Yes. Oh yes, where... he does he does another decanting. Yeah, yeah. Carcini specifically like does his wine freak shit 
and mentions that, oh, I never allow anyone else to decant my wine. They simply cannot be trusted. Too yeah. important a process. Could not possibly allow someone else to fuck up my wine. Yeah, it's interesting, like, they really do, like, with, like, the br- the other, the brother not wanting to go professional and racing and also being, like, such a freak about his car, it really is, like, they are these are the two of the same dude. Yeah, they just don't know yeah. it. Yeah. Or they see it and they hate it. Yeah. Yes. I like this guy as a killer because he's one of the kind that, like, doesn't get annoyed with Columbo. Like, Columbo has fully ingratiated himself to him just by being curious and, like, willing to listen to him ramble about wine. So he loves yes. Columbo. Yeah. yeah he's into it's it. like, I'll, I'll, of course, outwit this baffle, this uh, yeah. bumbling detective, but he's a pleasant sort. Yeah. He's paying attention to me. He's learning. <laughs> I'm teaching him things. And I think by the end, Columbo's kind of proud that he learned some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the core of why people say this guy's sympathetic, is because he's so, like, affable and, like, kind of friendly with Columbo. And right. Columbo's kind of friendly with him, even at the end. Yeah. He's really friendly with him, even at the end. Right. He brings he brings him something to drink. Yeah, Columbo respects this man. He shouldn't, but he does. Yeah, he should not. By the, I was mentioning by the end of... Columbo, the whole series, uh, Columbo is going to know so many, like, random skills that he's picked up from the killers. <laughs> right. It's gonna, it's gonna... Columbo could play the veteran playbook. He's the <laughs> ultimate jack-of-all-trades. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. something I picked up. Um, When he's leaving, Columbo realizes... Hey, wait a fucking minute. <laughs> he goes back into the room and he's like, you really think a wind could blow down the top like that? I could maybe see it going halfway, maybe three quarters, but all the way down? No, 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 sir. I don't think so. And no damage to it otherwise? Right. And nothing wrong with it? Hmm. You know, I did write down that it was fine, but I'll double check the picture just to make sure. Uh-huh. And the guy is like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ, I'm so doomed. Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to talk about wine still. It's all I got. Um, so, uh, Columbo goes and talks to the uh, the fiancé again because they find out that there was nothing in Rick's stomach for two days. Yeah. Uh, you know, before he died. Uh, so, they got to check out on him. And he goes and asks, like, was he on a special diet? Was he eating weird? Like... And they're like, no, why? He's like, well, this is why. And then doesn't make any sense. And Clemma goes, you think it makes any sense for a guy who would starve himself for two days and then go scuba diving? And they both just go, no. And he's like, yeah, I thought you'd say that. Uh, and then he's going to go meet Carcini's boys. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town and they're useless. <laughs> They can't help us with anything, except to accidentally no. reveal the the fact that he got to decant Mr. Carcini's wine. Yeah. Right, yeah. Columbo does almost leave with this guy's pen, though. I wish he would have gotten out. Got it? Really? That guy is just the guy from Anchor, man. He's the guy from Anchor, <laughs> really It's him! And, like, The Office. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> I do like their horse sculpture, though. This office is un. He's got like a fucking pool table in there. He's got all his statues and plants yeah. all over the place. He's my phones. normal office. Yeah. My normal uh, regular office. Yeah. Uh, I in like looking up stuff. I 
I because I wanted to know that dude's name, David Cochner. Mm-hmm. I found a photo of him young, and it freaked me out. Oh, oh. all right, we'll see it. <laughs> we got. Yep. So send that shit over. Bring me David. Oh my god! Whoa! <laughs> wow, he was handsome. You got kind of a Bill Murray look. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. You look good with. He had good hair. Yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Shout out to <laughs> Yeah, no, neither was I. Yeah, it's always real weird when you see young pictures of people that like didn't get famous until they were middle aged. Yeah. Um so Columbo gets uh the, the info about the decanting from the sky, um, and pretty much immediately heads back out. Um I forget why he talks to this why does he talk to this other wine guy? Oh, he just asked him to teach him about wine. I forgot. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He, like I have spent the entirety of my life learning about wine. How much can you teach me in 30 minutes? We better begin. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, get you the basics. Uh, so he does. And then Columbo goes back to talk to Mr. Carcini. Uh, and Columbo's like, oh, no, 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 don't tell me what it is. I'm going to guess. And then Carcini's like, okay, this, is, this should be fucking good. Yeah. And then Columbo's like, hmm, wine words. Bouquet. Smells good. Right, Christine's mm. loving it. He's like, oh my god. He knows about stuff. My word. Well, it's either this kind of wine or this kind of wine. My word, how could you tell? Well, that's the only two kinds of wine you make like this. Because, <laughs> <laughs> really well, he, he, yeah, he saw the bottle and he's like, well, I know that it, it and I saw that it was a red wine. Right. Uh, I liked the bit the guy does earlier. At the auction? At the auction. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very similar bit where, like, he does the whole, like, wine genius thing where he takes a sip and, like, is rattling off about it and says he knows, like, exactly what year. And, like, oh, my God, how could you do that? Well, while you were all sipping it, I was reading the label. Uh huh. Yeah, pretty good bit. Yeah. Um... But yeah, he's like, wow, great, very impressive, Detective. Uh, you, he, he gets very close to calling him a sly little elf. <laughs> he's so close. He does use the word sly. Um, and then Columbo's like, listen, I thought wines were just for drinking. I just, I just found out people invest in them. And he, the dude is like, yeah, man. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, I even paid like, as much as uh, f- f- $5,000 for a bottle of wine. Yeah, <laughs> he's, like, he's like, oh my god, can I see it? My dad never made no. $5,000 in a whole year. Can you imagine spending a whole year's salary on one bottle of wine? Right. <laughs> can, can you imagine how, can you imagine how I'd put that person in a guillotine? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but Columbo convinces... Um, Carcini to show him his wine cellar, uh, which is his wine dungeon, to be clear. Yes. Yeah. Um, they go in there. He's got a secret fucking panel. Yeah, a secret panel in his office that leads to his wine cellar. If this guy wasn't, like, the most despicable person, it would rock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they Every go in there. Every office needs a secret passageway. Every office needs a crime door. That's so it true. Is Every a crime office door. needs a crime door. <laughs> Um, Columbo goes to use Carcini's phone. 
Um, and then does he just go back in here right now, or is there a second trip in here? Uh, yeah, no, I think he comes back down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, he calls his wife because he wants to ask about the weather. Right. <laughs> about one of the other days, uh, and he calls his wife and talks to her for a minute. And is like, "Yes, honey, I'll call the weather service." <laughs> and also that it got so hot we couldn't do our picnic yes and also i will pick up the lettuce and the milk don't worry i got it <laughs> um but he you know he's thinking for a minute and then he goes back into the uh cellar um and they have a little bit more back and forth here um and eventually this is where he says damn it would suck to get cask of amontillado in here <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> sure would fucking blow, man. And I don't get this what this guy says. He's like, well, that's impossible. The door only locks from the outside. No, that makes it sound very possible. Yeah, that makes it sound very, very, very possible, my friend. Um, But he he gets Columbo to stand inside, closes the door, and then proves to him that, no, you can just get this open if you just kind of, like, poke it. Right, which... The first time you watch it, you're like, oh, Columbo's poking on. He thinks he, he thinks he cask of Amontillado to his brother. When actually, Columbo's using this opportunity to do a wine heist. He's heisting. Um, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, this scene it, does so lead to one of my it, favorite twists in in all in all of Columbo so far. That's really good. What, what were you saying, Ashley? It's so funny because like. Apparently, all you need to do is just kind of lightly touch the door. Right. Uh, and it's the idea that it took, like, Columbo so long when you first see it. Yeah. For him to, like, figure that out. Uh-huh. Is really, really like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Let me try the door. <laughs> uh, like, the also- guy just, like, closed it. Like, he went, like I'm trapped. <laughs> Uh, also, this guy, uh, this is why it's a skill issue. He could have got out the damn door. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he's hogtied and with a head injury. Yeah, well, Still. skill issue. <laughs> skill issue. I can't wait to test this. I can't wait to give you a concussion and then hogtie you. So yeah, okay. You this week I'm on Mythbusters. Out. I'm out of there, dude. <laughs> Better ready for what we're, for what's going to happen when Molly gets out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> You're a brave man. <laughs> better kill me in one blow. <laughs> you better kill me in one hit. You better make it count. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> so Columbo does exit um, after a few seconds, and then he leaves. Um, they, uh, they they break apart for now, uh, and then Christine's like, Jesus Christ, he's going to fucking catch me for murder. Damn it. Uh, but then uh, they go to dinner, right? Is this where they go to dinner? They, they have like that conversation on the like road where he's like, "Why, why is this a? Why are you out here? This I thought I thought you were a murder detective." He's oh, like, I just go where they tell me. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, I just go. <laughs> I just go where they tell me. Yeah, he doesn't. He does not cop to this being an actual murder investigation. Right. Where did my subtitles go? Why did my subtitles leave me? They've been doing that to me too. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, there yeah. they go. Okay. Weird. This episode is also like barely like playing for me. Huh. Weird. We've broken. Yeah, we see Peacock. that he stops and talks to like the uh, security guard at the door, um, and then he goes to bother Carcini's secretary. Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, Columbo also does the thing I always love when someone's like, "Hey, if you solve the murder, just tell me. Oh, you'll be the first to know." 
Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I get my evidence, bud, I'll be right back here. Um, yeah. What does Columbo go to talk to the secretary about? I completely forgot. About I did not get this part trip? of the rewatch. Yeah. And what also like whether she also saw, um, the brother like leave. She's like, oh, yeah, no, yes. totally. I saw him leave. Yeah. This is where she lies about it. Yeah. Right. I forgot. She like gets herself implicated in this. Right. Um, right, yes. So then, uh, Columbo does, uh, eventually invite these two out for a dinner. Uh, to right, yeah, apologize like, Listen, for suspecting him. Yeah. Yes. Like, I, it, listen, I feel so bad. Just name the restaurant and I'll, I'll pay. You know, me, Mrs. Columbo, and you, and I don't know, your secretary. Right. And he's like, well... Can't say no. Uh, right, so and then, they, like, as they're going, there's kind of, like, a little bit of a flirtation between the secretary and Carcini. This is the part you probably just cut. They don't do anything with it. They don't do anything with it. They yeah. do this whole thing, and then they just cut it. Yeah. It's really weird. Like, the this scene at the dinner is obviously very important. Right. But, but it could like, just be Colombo and Carcini. Yeah, it could just be Colombo and Carcini. Her being here adds nothing to the scene. Yeah. Which, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think it might be just to have her there for the conversation immediately afterwards. Right, but, like, that like, goes nowhere. Yeah, the the conversation yeah, he just true. had with her alone, also not really relevant. Yeah. Yeah. It, you could cut this whole part with her out, and it would not be a different episode. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. Because like even even her doing the blackmail, like that yes. doesn't matter. They immediately just catch him after that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they just wanted to have like flavor of like what this guy thinks his life is going to be of right going forward, but it's definitely not needed. Yeah. No, yeah. I think yeah. No, I think they could just cut it, and yep. it would be a better episode. I think. Yeah. I I think I agree with that. Yeah. But um, Colombo takes him to this very fancy restaurant. He remarks, like, it's the kind of restaurant where they don't show you the prices on the menu. Yes. Because it's for, it's for the class of person that uh, doesn't need to know what things cost. Yes. Um, so, Colombo eventually, he, he's like, oh, I'm just happy you didn't report me to my supervisor. Thanks for not getting me in trouble. I should be grateful to you here. You know what? I ordered this fancy, fancy, fancy uh, bottle of alcohol. Look, they have well, it. it. The, it, like he, like Columbo has like paired all of the food that they've had perfectly with the wine that he's doing. Right. Uh, and like the killer's like, I'm actually like super impressed, Columbo. You've obviously been studying, and you've yeah, yeah. And for dessert, Columbo's like, now this is a long shot, but you have the the most fancy wine imaginable. And the and, the killer's like, uh, Columbo, they're not gonna have that. You have set this man an impossible task. And then he comes back and like, I got it. <laughs> I yeah. think the thing that bugged me about this is I think they reused the same prop from the auction. Probably. I yeah. think it's the same bottle. So I was looking at it like, wait a fucking minute. That one shouldn't be ruined. Right. So I got very confused for a minute. Sure, but I also sure. think I'm not supposed to recognize that because this was shot in standard definition. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I like him be like, oh, my dear Karen, I implore you, do not ruin this wine with the bitterness of tobacco. And his assistant just looks at him like, 
Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> she looks at him I, I, like, wow, I really want to fuck you? Yeah, Jesus. like, I can't believe I'm horny for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they go to taste the wine. Columbus like, wow, this shit's great. And uh, Carcini has an entire fucking meltdown. Yeah, and like, the, the secretary is also like, oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I, I think, if anything, it's important to have someone who's also not Columbo, who's like, yeah, that seems like normal wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose. Well, they gotta establish that only Carcini could detect the flaw in this wine. Yeah, but I think we've already established that that would be the case up to this point. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he has an absolute fucking meltdown after taking one sip of this wine, because he can tell... That it's been stored in excess of 150 degrees. Yes. It's ruined it. Did you keep it above the stove? Yeah. He has a whole fucking meltdown. He he demands that Columbo not pay this bill. It's it's not right. Right. And the so, host is me like, oh, oh, yeah, of course. We have a reputation to uphold. No bill. No bill for this table. No bill, of course. Yeah, and Columbo's no, like, that's a great way to get out of a bill. Yeah, great way to get out of this. Wow, great work. <laughs> Uh, like, I have to keep them in my back pocket next time. Yeah. So, Columbo set this up. Yes. Yes. Did he, like, did he have to pay for this meal? Oh, no. No, no way. I imagine he told them, like, hey, you'd be helping the police solve a crime, and they they comped it. If anyone paid for it, it's the LAPD. Yeah, yeah, It's it's not coming out of Columbo's check. Right. Uh, I just... It's also very fun to imagine, like the sh- like the manager being like, "Yeah, sure, we'll help the police," and then like they just order the most expensive food and wine. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and the guy's just like, "Oh, well, we already said." I like after they all walk away, the host, and the waiter, are, like arguing with each other, and both take a sip of the wine and go like, "It's like trying yeah. to detect the problem with it." <laughs> it's really it was funny. really funny. Just a fun little touch, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, Columbo's like, hey, nice to see you both. Uh, you know, I, uh, I still have my suspicions, but, uh, you know, it, uh, wasn't you, so I'm gonna go. Uh, yeah, and, and she's the like, the secretary's like, I'm pretty sure it was you. Yeah. I don't judge you for it. Fuck that guy. But, well, I think it was you, and I think you should marry me. Yeah, I think we're about to get married about this, and he's like, you can't make me love you, and she's like, that's true, but I can make you marry me. Yeah, I didn't see <laughs> who said anything about love. Yeah, <laughs> I just said, I own that wine, guy. <laughs> so, uh, they have this argument, and then eventually, he doesn't even he doesn't even give in. He's just like, we'll talk about this fucking tomorrow, okay? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, like, at the beginning, he's like, when she's kind of like, you know, like, he's like, hey, yeah, call me, you know, by my first name. Like, no, like, I think we can loosen up a bit. Yeah. And now he's like, you will call me by, you know, sir only, don't. Yeah, don't even think my name. Right. But uh, I also uh, during the dinners when Columbo mentions, yeah, we had that real scorcher of a day last week. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah, it was too hot for me and my wife. And, the, like, you could just see across Donald Pleasant's face, he's like, oh, son of a bitch. My wine is ruined. It was stored in excess of 150 degrees. And we know full well, mm, 
It's good enough for all for anyone in the world but him to enjoy yep. just fine. But he's it's gonna go destroy, you know, tens of thousands of dollars of wine. It's a fucking Twilight Zone shit. There was all the time in the world. <laughs> it is really funny that he is just like, yep, gotta kill all my wine. When, like, why not just, like, you know, if you sell these, people probably aren't gonna check them. Yeah, That's you true. know? Like, for like, anyone why who's not, yourself like, like this? an incredibly detailed and uh, picky wine connoisseur, they're not going to know the difference. Just Because he's, like, a super intense, yeah. like, obsessive about this. Yeah, <laughs> right. I just mean, if you're going to be lying about this whole situation for the rest of your life anyway, yeah. may as well keep the bottles. Right. Like, because, yeah, it's not even about being a wine connoisseur. This is all the wine that is too expensive to ever actually drink. Right, exactly. It's what he says. No one what he will says. ever know it's ruined. Yeah. Just, just, uh, yeah. just, it's own goal. You fucked it up. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. He, it, it is all just like his own neurosis. Yeah. That drives him to this. Yeah, yeah. So, Columbo, uh, catches him. Getting rid of this all of his... fucking rules. Oh, yeah, I yeah. love the Columbo zoom-in jump scare. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking... I said this when we watched it. It's a tokusatsu shot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 100%. It's like, oh shit, it's Kamen Rider. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's here to arrest you, man. Uh, it's, so. like it's in like a place that looks pretty abandoned, so it's like, it might as well be a quarry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So he throws all of his bottles of wine into the ocean, um, and then he goes back up to his car, and Columbo is sitting at his car, and he's like, hey, heard you were throwing your wine away. I feel like there's only one reason why he would do that. Yep. And so this is where, uh, you know, he reveals, listen, bud, I gotcha. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That wine at the restaurant, that was your wine. That's how I knew it was all ruined. Yep. And the only way it'd be ruined is if you turned off that air conditioner. And there's only one reason you'd do that. To save electricity. No. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Then he gives him some wine in the backseat. Yeah, gives him the wine that, like, oh, this is actually what I would pair with the dessert wine. Yeah, let me give you a dessert wine to finish you off. (laughs) And for your fucking last meal. Uh Uh-huh. And, yeah, like, Don DePlace like, you got me, man. Yeah. He's also like, ah, you know what, I don't even care, because that fucking asshole secretary is gonna blackmail me, so whatever. I'm not even mad about it. I love when Columbo tells him, yep, it was that scorcher of a day, and he goes, was it, but was it a record? And he goes, no, it it wasn't. He was like, oh, I would have liked it to have been a record. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought that was a good little parting thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, like, speaks to his, uh, like, you know, Even wanting to be important. Even if he's for murder. Yeah. It could like, only be on a record day. Yeah. And it also, like, because Columbo goes, like, says every day that has been higher as far back as the records go. Yes. It rocks. It's just, yeah, like, it's just a really nice moment of, like, this character that, you know, we've seen over the episode, and the you know, Columbo, who we've now seen for, uh, like, two seasons. Right. Yeah, just a little nice moment. Yeah, I, the end of this episode is really good. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, that is, that is any old port in a storm. Yeah, quality Columbo. 
Quality, Quality Columbo. 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 Had a lovely time. Yeah, great episode. Uh, do you guys want some questions? Sure. Sure. Uh, this episode uh, from actual Fox Lexi. This episode is the one that my browser autocompletes always goes to when I type Columbo to pull up Tubi. So I've heard Donald Pleasant yell about how an exciting meal has been ruined <laughs> so many times it's engraved in my brain. What audio clips are so embedded in your mind that you can summon them at any time, tone, cadence, oh. everything? Uh, mm. Qui-Gon Jinn from the Phantom Menace game saying, the door is open. Let's go. <laughs> hey there, demons. It's me, <laughs> your boy. <laughs> yeah, boy. The first one that jumped into my brain was from Speed Racer when Royalton's trying to buy uh, the pancake mix from Mom Racer. He goes, nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I should watch Speed Racer again. That's a I, right it's there. been a while since I've done a Speed yeah, Racer a watch. Minute. I might be due. I, keep, I don't think I I've keep, watched it since you showed it to me. I keep wanting them to put it out in 4K and they won't do it. God damn it. <laughs> oh, also, fool of a took. Uh, fool of oh, a yeah. took. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really good one. Uh, in I'm Wind sure. Waker, when you control the statues and it like, goes, come on! <laughs> 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 I, mean, I have a lot of stuff that's like built in like in there deep because of uh like testing things for so long that oh, it's I'll just bet. like yeah. in there uh-huh uh oh i'd have a from blues brothers uh no man more musicians <laughs> sure I just would quote that all the time as a kid, and so it's still yeah. just in there. Right, right. Uh, follow-up question for Ashley in particular. If Donald Pleasance had a magical mind-control mask, what North American land mammal would you embody as a superhuman to fight him? It, excuse me? <laughs> Pardon? Uh, a moose. He, uh, Donald Pleasant plays the villain in a movie that was featured in Mystery Science Theater called Puma Man. <gasps> oh, Puma oh. Man! Where he has a magical mind control mask that's like an ancient mind mask, but it has a microchip right. in it. Uh, and a guy turns into a puma man. So what animal would we embody? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be Moose Woman. I mean, I guess Horse Woman. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, specifically in North America, so I can't be hyena. Yeah. So that's oh, out sure. there. With that out, I just. Yeah. I'm going to go with the <laughs> megafauna. Sure. Molly? Uh, she did say specifically Ashley, so oh, okay. you don't have something. I, feel, I don't really. This might be the most convoluted way I've ever heard to ask somebody their favorite <laughs> animal. <laughs> and you are. <already> <laughs> yeah. Uh, from at Bodega Batty, uh, what would be each of your Italian names be? <laughs> What's your Italian sona? I saw this I'm earlier. Italian. Italian. I saw this earlier on. I was like, I need to think about this, and then I forgot to think about this. <laughs> yeah, I already told uh, Morg I am not answering this question. I resent the question. You're your own Italian sona. <laughs> I am my own Italian person. Thank you. I closed my eyes and tried to think of an Italian name, and the first uh, syllables came to mind were Martini Scalipi. <laughs> 
That's one of the, if I heard that, it, like, if a character was named that in a movie, I'd be like, I think that's, like, that's that sounds tri- racist. <laughs> yeah, but, like, it's, it's got the feel of racism. Uh, Mark says specifically Jersey, Philly, Italian, so, like, what would your, you know, like, Jersey Shore oh, oh, sure. nickname be? Uh, Jersey Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't fucking know. Ash I'm not part of that culture. Are you afraid of Are you afraid of offending the Italians? Yeah, what if Zoe gets mad? You got uh, to do cultural appropriation. Of- listen to this show. <laughs> someone could tweet at her though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. I'm sorry. That's fine. Uh, from a very fine cat. Did it rain last Tuesday? Uh, I looked it up during when I got that answer, uh, question. The answer is no. Oh, no, not here. Oh, Let me check Minnesota. I feel like that's cheating. I feel like we should have had a check to see if we could remember the weather last Tuesday. I, it hasn't rained in like two weeks or something. It's That's like drizzled. Answer, but it has not rained very much here lately. The yeah. summer, it's been getting dry. Rent here today. Did but what about last Tuesday? Tuesday? What was the weather last Tuesday? This is, yeah. this is the question. Yeah, this is, yeah. this is what we're... Okay. Uh, yeah, no, it did not... It did not rain in Minneapolis last Tuesday, so we're good. It's fine. I'm, I'm gonna go with no. Let's find out. Did it rain in Dallas last Tuesday? I accidentally hit caps lock, so that got typed out in all caps, and it looks real strange. <laughs> Donald Pleasant saying it. Yeah. Did it rain last Tuesday? Well, did it? Well, let's see here. June 6th. Uh, no, it did not. No, wait. Yes, it did. Ah, fuck. Oh. Shit, thunderstorms. Damn. Did you leave the top of your uh, car down? I don't. My card is not a convertible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from JBU three, what's up with this scene where they're yelling at each other from a hundred feet away? Why did either of them decide to walk back up and talk <laughs> like a normal person? <laughs> they were leaving. Yeah, Colombo was leaving, and uh, it like Donald Pleasant didn't want to feel like he was like, like, oh, I don't actually care that much, so I'm, so I'm not gonna like run up to you, right? But I obviously care, so I'm going to yell to make sure you hear. And Colombo's like, yeah, I want to, like, get you off your game, so I'm going to yell back at you. Right. Uh, then from Pokey's Crypt, what's the worst drink you had? Just bottom-tier swill. Oh. Like, uh, any, any beer I've had. Any sparkling water you. I've had. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, uh, dude. It's yeah. terrible. The new sparkling water trend is awful. It's so bad. I mean, I I have I have a device at my apartment specifically so I can make my own sparkling water. You take perfectly are, good water and you ruin it. <laughs> you no, sparkle there, it. There are good like flavored waters out there. I just think Lacroix is really. Oh yeah, bad. no, I don't drink La- Lacroix. 
I think that's what me and Luke oh, are saying. Oh, okay. I, 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 I said a can of sparkling water, water, I would willingly drink again. Yeah. I'm going to say some, that I've they don't exist. Have you had a water? Topo Chico? You know. No, I haven't had a Topo okay, Chico. Well. I had the fu- the liquid death sparkling water, and I hated it. <laughs> uh, yeah. My yeah. actual answer is, like, hotel room coffee. Oh, oh sure. Like, yeah. where they have it in, like, the, the, the pucks. Just absolutely garbage coffee. Yeah, yeah. Like... Carbonation is bitter. And, like, that's fine in soda because you have so much fucking sugar in it that it balances out. But, like, it's nasty in a water. It's great, actually. It's terrible. <laughs> I, I do know... I, I did make me think of... Uh, one of, like, the, the best uh, drinks I've ever had. Was that? Which was... Uh, Hot chocolate at a Disney hotel. Oh yeah, but that fucking rips. Uh, and I had, we had just driven through the outer edges of a hurricane. Like the most, like the majority of the hurricane missed Florida. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It like went up and then like went back out into the sea. Uh, but the edges of it hit, so we were like. Just driving through rain and it was cold the entire time, and we had like run through the rain to get to the hotel, and then they just gave us hot chocolate right when we got there, and it was like the best feeling <laughs> I've ever had. Wonderful. I bet. Uh, but that's it for questions. All right, uh, Iris, where can we find you? Oh, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Stilts the GM and on co-host at Stilts. Uh, you can also check out uh, my podcast saber slash metrics uh, over on audio entropy uh, it's a podcast about fate stay night and uh, other stuff in uh, other stuff uh, you know that's in the type moon universe uh, I, I I think it's pretty good you should check it out if you're if you're interested in that stuff um, don't even need to have read anything about it we do that for you Uh that's so true. I am also, of course, on Eidolon Playtest. Uh, I'm on specifically on the disco half. Uh, uh, so uh, check that out. Yeah, hell yeah. Do it! Uh, do it! Luke, where can I find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows that I do on AudioEntropy.com. It's mostly just the aforementioned Eidolon Playtest. I GM both the disco and the Scott campaigns. It's a good time. You should listen to the show. It's a good time. It's a good show. Uh, I'm all, I'm usually uh, outnumbered by Idolon cast members. But now I really am. <laughs> you really are. It's true. Ashley, uh, you can find me at Yuri Lee underscore Twitter and dash on Tumblr. You can also find me at patreoncom slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley, Ashley your, your fucking, fucking money. money. Do it. Uh, you can find me on various social media sites at your friend Mollyth Y-E-R. You can find me at audioentropy.com, I need mail.com, the second best game.club. We're gonna be covering uh, Castlevania Lords of Shadow, as previously noted. Um, so listen to that. The episode about oh my god, what did we just play? <laughs> uh, I don't remember. Go listen to it. It's probably good. Is it was it one of the Metal Gears? No. No, it wasn't Half Life. Oh yeah, Half Life. Yeah, it was Half Life. Good game. That's a good game. I'm glad you're playing good games now. 
<laughs> Me too. Still remains to be seen whether or not Castlevania Lords of Shadow is a good game. We're going to yeah, find out. Sure that one's going to be done live. I know people that like it. I think I it's pretty too. okay. That's the thing. I think the goofiness level is right, but so far, some of the boss fights I've done have left me uh, a little bit out in the cold. Yeah, that's <laughs> A sure. little wanting. A little wanting. Um, go to audioantrip.com, hit the donate button in the upper hand corner, give us a little money for hosting the website if you could. We'd really appreciate it if you wanted to do that. Um, go to any place you can leave reviews about our podcast and leave a review. Watch Columbo with us. Tell your friends. We don't advertise or anything. You gotta, you gotta tell people for us. Hey. That's how it works. Uh, and that's it. Anybody got anything else? Ashley, you want to get us out of here? Until next time. One more thing. Yeah. Uh. So why do you hold your wine glass at the bottom? That's like a weird way to hold a wine See, glass. See, it's to prevent it seems like thermal a weird exposure way from your fing- from your body heat. Is that true? I think that's probably the reason, and I think it is unhinged. Oh my god! I think I it is hate. unreal. You should not do that. It's stupid. Listen, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Have we I know recording? that like it's just. It, no, oh, we okay. have to record. Okay. It's just, just I, I know people are like this, but just fuck you if you're an alcohol person. <laughs> like, drink, fine, whatever. But like, if you're like, if it's your whole fucking personality, go die in a ditch. Oh, if you have, if, if you are so committed, if a drink is so sensitive that you cannot even hold it with your hands, I think that's stupid. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> hold your wine yeah. however you goddamn well please. That's right. Grip I, I, that I glass have, with two hands. I have watched the uh, Adam Bruce everything where he just like yeah like all the wine talk shit is bullshit. It's yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. People are just like it's just a grifters grifting grifters. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. All right, oh, now yeah. we're done. I'll just sleep